Hey, everybody, and welcome to the What is this, honey? podcast, where we will be discussing everything from pop culture to reality TV to true crime documentary to my life and everything in between that makes you scratch your head and ask yourself, what is this, honey? Hello, everyone, and welcome back. As always, I am your host, Brandon, and I have a special, delightful, just delicious mocha, chocolatey Godiva <laughs> surprise for you hoes that you don't yeah. deserve, but I'm still going to let you have it. I got Nubo Richie in the building, people. Hey, y'all. Happy post-Juneteenth. Just a little joy post-Juneteenth. Just, just a little. It's a, it's a Juneteenth week. We'll just say that. You it's know? a Juneteenth As, week. And I was going to start the week with violence. And I said, you know, let's start it with love. Because I was going to be like, somebody tell me what Juneteenth is without the help of Google. <laughs> Quickly. And I said, you know what? <laughs> Quickly. On the spot. You know how they be going up to people at the TikTok videos <laughs> in the park? That's I what said, you know what? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm going to let them know what it is. It's a part because, you know, my, my, I have a side of my family that's very much like love, peace. We're moving back to Africa. Like I have people in my family who have moved back to Africa only to find out through like genealogy tests. Like we, we Caribbean. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Or or it's part of my family is, you know, trying to move back to the motherland and then they get there. They're like, oh, where can I charge my phone? You know, it's (laughs) hot. Exactly. It's hot. (laughs) Is the AC not? Yeah, oh, it only goes it. down to 72 right. Celsius. <laughs> They're trying take to work bougie, it out. Take, take y'all bougie asses back to Buckhead. Right, take y'all bougie asses mm. back to Buckhead. Mm. I'm leaving yes, my whole family right now because I'm like, where do my family members in Atlanta live? You know, now they're starting to move out of Buckhead and go into like downtown because the condos mm-hmm. are cheaper. Right, right. Or a lot, or maybe the surrounding, I feel like there's family in like a Marietta and Ackworth. Oh Lord, Woodstock. I like Nene used to be. Where was Nene at? She was over in a... She's Ackworth. See? And you need to go and find you a home. And you're older than my oldest brother. You went to school with my oldest brother. <laughs> <laughs> Nene could not take that lady. Um, now, I have Richie on you guys because there's just certain things that we have to discuss that no one can really tap 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 into mm-hmm. the way that only you can, sweetie. Oh, oh, okay. Well, listen. Now Queen's these court. topics, Queen's they are diverse <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> you pull the them one... out of a jar. Okay. Well, you know what? I am going to pull them out of the jar because I have a whole list. I think you know what something that's obvious. That's very in the world of what we talk about that was announced today. Mm-hmm. Monique Samuels filed for divorce from Chris Samuels. <laughs> and um, you know what she got tired of? The first thing that popped in my head is do you remember that scene where she's just like folded his laundry and she's holding up his underwear and it takes up the whole entire screen? <laughs> she was sick and tired of them big old. Uh, twin bed sheet looking as draws. <laughs> no, she, it was given. It was given paper by Portia. It was really given paper by Portia. I was like, why is this draw so damn big? And then That's I was like, yes, NFL, motherfucker. I said, Monique, I understand. I stand with Monique. No, but see, I no. don't understand because that's what I like. <laughs> like I would have had Chris Samuels in a nice, a little nasty G-string, baby. Oh, okay. 
You like the cakes. You like the cakes. He's just a large. See, when you're with a man like who's that large, okay, you will always feel delicate and dainty, okay? I know. And you know what, though? He probably gives the best hugs. He's probably he looks- not the most adventurous in the bedroom. Oh, no. He no. may have a limited mobility, but I'm going to tell you something right now. My man is Thickums, and he has been on this earth for a few years. And I'm telling you, I I need a whole day. I have to relax, rest, recover, repeat. <laughs> I love that. My and, man, my man, my man, my, my man. man. My <laughs> man. So look, I don't know what's going on over there. I but you know what? I don't know if any of you guys watched Love um, and Marriage DC season one because Chris and Monique were on there, and the tea was that they were going to get divorced then. And I Ashley, know they watched Potomac. Like, Oh, well, yeah. You could you to watch Potomac and tell when she was trying to do that whole, like, he doesn't do anything around the house and he doesn't do blah, blah, blah. And he's like, go ask the maid. That's why we hired her. Why are you bugging me about shit that, like, you like, I hated right. that. Like, I think once she became committed to that brand of, like, not for lazy moms, mm. I think she started to look for things to be mad at him about. And he's just, I just Meanwhile, never Chris was like, I never said I wasn't going to be a lazy dad. You exactly. Be, you can be an ambitious mother. I will be the dad who writes checks. You you don't even have a job, Monique. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I understand you want your your husband to be involved, but what we saw from season one of Love and Marriage DC was an involved husband who was a great father, a great provider, but there was just something that wasn't clicking. And I'm just like, I think maybe Monique just realized that her man wasn't that bright or like he wasn't giving something that she didn't need from him to give because he was playing football and that's exciting and he's on the road and you know it's fast life we're having babies but and then reality tv is a mirror and i think all the things you said became magnified because she was sitting in the chair right mm. i think when you're the pretty wife from jersey and you got this football nigga from what is he from alabama yeah he's alabama. and again it's and it's the whole thing of like if you think about it, this is what I used to get. So, oh, child, I know the fans. We're not trying to drudge up anything from the <laughs> Potomac. Let's drudge it. It's, it's a little testy, but I'm going to put the gavel down. Bang, bang, bang. Monique legit legitimized Potomac. Mm. For what they were, for what they were advertising and what they were, you know, promoting. And I used to hate that about Potomac, this sort of bougetto politics and this sort of Jack and Jill that, um, you know, things that they were trying to like, ingrained onto the show which i was like okay like oc is like trash you know what i mean like right i don't need y'all to be doing this but then it was like okay well let's make fun of the fact that karen lives in a shitty home let's make fun of the fact that robin lives in two states over you know let's make fun of the fact that make fun of the fact that giselle is in a tree house like oh but here comes monique monique got the house in potomac and four others just in case you were wondering monique was the one with the husband that was successful monique was the one that was comfortable and gorgeous yeah but to that point i think once it became about that she woke up one day and was like i'm married to a dumb nigga yeah (laughs) well and i think and i think chris said and i think chris said i'm kind of married to a dumb nigga myself right (laughs) i think what they both really need to do Instead of divorce, because like, here's the thing. Will they both find other people to settle with? Surely. Monique is one of the most gorgeous housewives to ever be on the franchise. Yeah. I just, I just bear, I mean, I, when I see her and her twist and, and dreads, I think now. I think oh, before she looks she was doing, so good with her locks. 
I would say that the pretty old child again, another shake the table, but there, it was something about like even like I love the natural state of the housewives, like mm. early Teddy. I'm gonna give my girl one thing: sun kiss, hair wavy, waiting yes. for it to read. I said gorgeous. Yes, not, not a stitch of makeup. I love when they look like natural. Like, yeah, you know, well, because but... they've got it. They've got the finances yeah. to provide for the facialist. Yes, right. For you know all of this stuff, and you know. The girls were threatened when Monique sh showed up on the scene. And I think that was the thing that killed, like, when I say legitimized, I think that was the thing that kind of fucked her up, in a sense, mm -hmm. too. Because in that whole sort of, you know, kind of putting Giselle in her place, which Giselle deserved, right? because um, Giselle was reading her, it does put a little magnifying glass on you. That I think she wasn't confident enough in her prepared relationship and prepared for it. So all those things that existed, I believe, before... The little things she said, you know, remember when Grandma Samuels was on, Mama mm. Samuels was on, all that shit was always there. But then now the magnifying glass, well, then bitch, you the one with the husband. We apparently we ain't got no man and blah blah blah. So now we looking at you both. And I you know, that Mama got to say, <laughs> "Yo, you don't I low down. Things. You don't. You don't low down." Uh. <laughs> She's calling her everything but a child of God, honey. So you I could just take that. You that. You can take that clip of Mama Joyce just talking about Carmen and just like cut. I would do a drag number where you just cut Monique's name. Do y'all <laughs> hear the child? My cat, she wants to be a part of this podcast so badly. Y'all. She, she, she wants to be a part of it. <laughs> I, I could literally hear it. I, I have to cuss her out for like three seconds. Alexa, volume down. It was a really short little break, you guys. Don't freak out because I'm not going to cut it out. I'm gonna stay there. <laughs> Is the cat okay? Are the are, oh, know, she's uh... a, such a diva. You guys, listen. I grew up in Charlotte, Mecklenburg, North Carolina, which was a gift to Queen Charlotte from from King George. Yes, North and, Carolina, come on and raise us. So I named my cat after her, <laughs> and she takes her name quite seriously. She's mm -hmm. such a diva. Like she hears me speaking, and she's like, "Why can't I be in it?" Why can't I be in it? And I'm like, now why am I in it? You still do your own thing. <laughs> just you know what? It's just uh, shout out to the British monarchy. Uh, shout, shout out, out. honey. Mm -hmm. And no, shout but, out uh, to Charlotte Mecklenburg Public Schools because they always taught us the tea about Queen Charlotte. <laughs> like her mom, she her mama was for in the Portuguese royal court. Ooh, because over there in Portugal, they would during the slave trade, child. They would be pick the little the little chocolate little ladies over from Africa that they wanted to keep for themselves and marry them and bring them to Portugal. Ooh, and that is I how love she it. was a black. That's how she. I mean, she was very very light, fair skinned, but like, I love that. It it's happened. It's like third grade, and your little southern teacher spilling tea. Let's say about that. Spilling husky. all the tea. She was like, "This is what really had happened, y'all." They said, so "I got anyway, you." Um, yes. Yeah. So Monique and Chris are headed for divorce. God bless them both. You know. I feel like from what I've seen on television, it's nothing that they can't fix. 
it really like it doesn't even seem like that big of a deal it's just like okay whatever sis um, i think i believe it too like i said i think she put a magnifying glass on that relationship by doing a flex and then she realized that relationship wasn't as strong as it was so then she started to find problems with it and then it became real problems and i think yeah. and then ashley darby had to go open her mouth at goddamn bravo con and here's my thing about ashley darby girl at least girl at least be anna nicole about it at least know, know where you are who you are and why you are there then a guy just uh, like moments before that was just like, I was sucking your man's dick. <laughs> on the Girl, I saw her man in Puerto Vallarta, which if anybody knows that is a gay ass motherfucking destination, honey. He was Grand Marshal of Pride. The dark Rehoboth? Oh, he was kind of real. Was he in Rehoboth? <laughs> so for the audience, this <laughs> child. The audience, you have to let the audience know why, in case they don't know about Rehoboth. First of all, <laughs> you guys are real Bravo aficionados. And just by the way, this is not a Bravo episode. We're going to move on to other things that are just yeah. as hilarious. But <laughs> however, comma. Yeah. If you guys watched, Ashley and Michael introduced Potomac viewers to Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, mm -hmm. which is a gay ass fuck beach destination. Mm -hmm. It's fabulous. You know, it's like a little rich. It's gorge. Fantastic. So when I say in Rehoboth, mm -hmm. I'm asking because Michael and Ashley, if you guys remember, had a property. It was a major source of contention because Giselle did not want to share a room with someone. Yes, yes, yes. But it was, well, to, to Giselle's point, they were trying to put them in them little sailor beds, them beds with the drawers underneath. And I was Girl, like, they should have known they was going to Rehoboth, not Sag Harbor. They should have known, baby. That's like the pines. You know, the gays, like, listen, no we point. got a bunk bed. <laughs> Okay, and listen, Giselle saw a bottle of Rush on her dresser and said, <laughs> excuse me, Russia, you trying to rush me? I didn't realize that I left it the last time I went to Rehoboth myself. <laughs> right on her nightstand, because, you know, we were staying over to Michael House. <laughs> <laughs> honey, Michael Darby was fighting for his life, honey, fighting for his for his booty. With um, that water-based water -based lubricant, just just like a Darby would. Mm -hmm. Just like a Darby would. And you know something Anyone. else that a Darby would do? This what? story has been all over. I have, mm -hmm. I have been seeing everything about it. There is a submarine that does tourist visits to the Titanic site, you guys. And it has gone missing. <laughs> <laughs> It is there's a massive search underway and this it's a submersible, just by the way. They want to make the distinction between a submarine and a bitch. It's it's a rich ass people toy. Right. That's that people these purpose. motherfucking boys decided and they literally the guy who is like this big, I can't let me think of what his I gotta look and see what his name is. Um there's this one guy who does all these things. They they said that this is going to have to be like the last trip that they did this year because the weather has been so bad. And so like, I guess, can you, if y'all see what y'all's damn weather has been like up here above ground, can y'all imagine what's going on below the seawater? We literally had a day, I think the last time Brendan and I spoke, it was around the time, I guess, the Canada uh, uh, wildfires mm. had spread. By the way, Canada is not close to us. I need to make that very clear <laughs> because, and we, we had a burnt sienna sky. <laughs> the, 
okay the shits was looking like my fucking like setting powder for my face like i was like what is going on so i'm terrible. like this is in the sky imagine down below and listen when i was younger i thought everything would have bikini bottom uh-uh no 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 She's Honey, dirty. She's I can dirty. tell you right now, they are not going to be met with SpongeBob. <laughs> Sandy Cheeks ain't down there, Miss Cheeks. Sandy Cheeks don't have no extra oxygen tanks for these motherfuckers. Sandy Cheeks is such a like a rich lesbian that lives on the Grove. That's what she gives me down <laughs> down there. <laughs> that, extra just air a, supply, just nice ass house and good air. <laughs> so this whole situation probably they shouldn't have been going on it, but any they decided to do one last trip, and um. There's a to father see and what? son on board. Okay, so now we have to say thoughts. Well, not thoughts and prayers. We want to say that. Just we have to preface this with we wish everything, you know, is okay. Well, they still, <laughs> so as of now, now when y'all hear this, when this episode comes out on Friday, mm-hmm. things may have changed. Okay, who child. But as of now, they still have at least another day of oxygen that they could be found. Um, now, listen, they went in, in that um, damn cavern and got those 13 little boys out from underneath of that cave. So I have faith. Now, who's on board of this submersible? Hamish Harding, who is a businessman. He's very, very rich. He's a billionaire. He went into space with Jeff Bezos. He runs these things. This is like his passion project. This is other guy named um, Paul Henry Nuggle. He okay. is... Um, um. Ladies, gents, and them theys, write their names down, honey. It's come on. Because listen, you're they, they for, single. Uh, honey, because also I'm gonna ask you after we list these people, like, hmm, I wonder was this a coincidence? Okay, that these very, very successful, connected, small group of people just went absolutely missing. Mm. Mm. On an unnecessary trip that a movie already prefaced the end of this. It was a three-hour movie that had to be separated into two VHSs. Right. So I'm su- I'm surprised that this was of any interest. What are y'all this doing Paul down Henry there? Guy, this Paul Henry, he does he leads the um expeditions. Like he's the one who does it all the time. Like he takes the tourist groups. Oh, that's what he's calling the poker games that he's be playing. Ooh. You, know, you know what they're doing out there? They as Spade just said, they <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, then the father and son are on this, this Pakistani businessman and his son. Okay, um, so they're, they're, they're okay. So they're the they're trustee children. of the SETI Institute, a research organization in California. So listen, he's the okay, chairman of um, Dawu Hercules Corporation, which is a part of the Dawu Group and a conglomerate of various businesses owned by that family. These are it some rich ass, well connected motherfuckers. I was gonna say, but you know what? Also, is kind of like. Obviously, we want everyone to be safe and sound, and we want the kids to get home. What was the purpose of this? Where's all these resources and money? Submarines, I can imagine, cost a lot more than what housing could be for homeless people or people that are unhoused, I should say, pardon me. Um, So, as I said, there was a very successful movie with a very successful soundtrack Mm -hmm. that prefaced all of this. I think beautifully. I think beautifully, you know? That's true. And these tickets are $250,000 each. For these people to okay, go down. So, okay, so you guys got tickets to do that, and um, meanwhile we have the situations as mm. it is in New York City, or and and or where these people live at, because these people he said he was in California. Skid Row is a motherfucker, and Skid Row is no joke, none, no joke. Like I, I thought I actually thought I'm not trying to make a joke right now. I thought that there was a, that was a movie set of how I Ooh. thought oh, this had to be planned. No, 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 no. That's shooting a movie. Up. 
that's that's how like i was like oh this is real this is okay okay it's giving mad max fury road where mm-hmm. the rich people have to zoom through to safety because of certain it places had, that it, are untenable yes it literally had to be i was like this looks very new like a movie set in la but yeah, that's insane. $250,000 for tickets to go underneath this shitty water. I mean, and I can understand. Here's the thing. I'm an aqua girl. Obviously, I'm a cancer. That's like, I love water. I cancer love season. To... <laughs> Come on, and cancers. I love to snorkel and, and dive and all that stuff. But here's what I don't <laughs> need to do. There are There are worlds, right? I know if y'all saw a big ass motherfucking beluga whale walking his ass to the Dollar General with his water helmet looking at the people, y'all would not, it wouldn't be right. It's unnatural, as they might say. So when these people Mm -hmm. do these extreme things just to see something, it's like, first of all, like you just said, we have all the footage of the ruins of the Titanic. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like, if it was something that was undiscovered, okay, great. Not that I would still be on it, but I was like, there's this situation has been documented so many times. What else are you going to find out down there? Okay, unless the Da Vinci Code needs That's to be out currently. That's why I was about to say, do you think this is coincidental or intentional? Mm-hmm. Because my thing is, if y'all are going down to the great depths below, fathoms below to figure out how to, like, we're going to solve the keys to life, then I respect it. If y'all show back, like, listen, if these people just pop up out of nowhere in, like, five years... <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. Ugh. Because that would be crazy. They they pop they pop out in three weeks, and they're, like, all 25 years older. And they're like, <laughs> oh, we were just, like, waiting. We thought we had one more day of air. Like, what day is it, bitch? <laughs> We like to soak up our sun, as Cheryl Crow says, on land, okay? <laughs> I want to put my hand like this in a wave outside of a Jeep. If I don't need just to be take there, care so of the way. earth we got, Jeff Bezos, all of these motherfuckers, we won't have to worry about forging new lands and going to the moon and colonizing shit like that. We won't have to worry that's about what, that. That's what I'm saying. Like, y- y- y'all are cognizant enough to be like, oh, this ain't shit for y'all to be flying 400 million miles <laughs> away in there. <laughs> Like that tells you how shitty Earth is. They like, oh, we got, we got to go. Meanwhile, Let's they're building go. more like plants for the Amazon. You know, just like more warehouses, more of this, more of that, more, 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 more. And I just think it's very, very interesting that all of these rich ass people, because this is even just like rich people. This is like absolute next level of wealth. And when I think about, because also lately, a bunch of yachts have been attacked by whales. Mm. And it's this, They people have been catching it on video. It's like these older whales are showing these younger whales how to catch up with boats and knock them over. I love these like Gran Torino ass whales. Like, get off my god. <laughs> like, come on, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Let's flip these all... fucking rich fuckers over. <laughs> them whales are them whales are saying the hard er. It's like, Get oh off yeah, my they lawn. are saying it. They are they sick of your to. shit. They are sick of your shit. Okay, they are sick and tired of your shit. And it's funny because I feel like um, what movie is? Oh god, 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 god. isn't there a movie about uh, someone that swallowed into a whale? Am I going crazy? Is that Moby? Isn't that the whole premise of Moby Dick? It is, but you know me, growing up in the church, I was thinking about Jonah. 
who got mm-hmm. who got swallowed up by a whale and then spit out. Just just like, like a pig. <laughs> <laughs> that whale said, Oh wow, yeah, you humans really are trash. You gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't chew you for a reason. I'm just gonna spew right back out. <laughs> that that whale's a slut pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was disgusting. Um, so I just wonder if these, all these little things when it comes to like extreme, like billionaire lifestyles and like how like a lot of these things are the demise of a lot of people because they want to do these really, really, really extravagant things. And you know what? I'm going to put out a prayer, to the Lord Jesus to bring these people up to the surface. Maybe their little submersible has um, risen that's not tech money though, honey. That's the make I think there's varying levels of um the wealth that scares me. I'm not too scared of like the financy people, because it's just like finance you have to kind of rely on there's right. there's levels to that shit. That's why you we've seen the demise of the Bernie Madoffs and the Trumps and you you see how it trickles down. But when it gets to that tech shit. Them like tech nerds being they heads, they already are like kind of like outcasts. And so they're so completely removed. And if you notice those type of people, I'll be even Bezos in that same category. Like they make all their coin and they're completely just because they're like nerdy kids. They're just like completely removed from everything because those were the kids that were on their games like this 24 hours a day and just were like, I don't know, code A, B, such a conspiracy. Right, and then immediately get $16 trillion and are like, I read somewhere that down underneath the sea is a, a, a human form and you can find out more uh, molecules with uh, the Titanic. And then that's how we have things like this. I just feel like they all, they yeah. all t- y'all, they are all turning up dead. For instance, Bob Lee, the former chief technology officer of Square who helped launch Cash App, got stabbed Ooh. to death. Well, um, Thoughts and prayers uh, to his family, um, and uh, prayers, sorrows, prayers, sorrows. But also, um, so he got a chip reader, a little square we can scan. Because <laughs> listen, it's still June. What did we say in the beginning of this podcast? Is Juneteenth week, Kenny? So if someone can, uh, can if someone can uh, pass along some uh, donations donations i'm just like listen y'all this pursuit of wealth this like y'all are y'all putting y'all's targets on y'all's back and then y'all are not here's the thing i need to take from the kardashians y'all need to get a team all this coin y'all got you need to have security i don't need to see none of y'all and listen i'm not here to advocate for the the safety of billionaires i just think it's ironic well, this is a cultural thing too. You and I can speak because we know the minute we advertise that we have maybe seventy five extra dollars. Yeah, I think like, couple, you know, or there's a couple cousins that be like, "Hey, Brandon, hey, baby, they was doing that to me before I even left Charlotte. Oh, you, you, you got a couple you? dollars, the bitch. So we know, we know enough to know, right? Mm-hmm. Listen, we we. We find a couple quarters on the street. We got we got somebody <laughs> uncle being like, "Hey, big, hey, big boy, hey, hey, man, hey, sure." I was like, ah, "That's hey, why you gotta uncle. keep y'all's business to y'all self." Self, okay. Don't let you don't need silence. to let anybody know. And this is why, like, also me being like an old church lady, I'm like, yes, the root of all evil is greed and coin because y'all are so obsessed with making more money to shit on other people, to do shit that other people can't do leading you down to the Titanic so that you may drown in the submersible. 
you know what you said something even though we're having fun that's what it is really it's never it's it's the intention behind making money it's right. never seems to be like i want to make sure that my family is okay like you know what i mean because if that was the reason if that if, if it was to create generational wealth if it was to um have a more balanced life if it were to help the community you necessarily wouldn't be buying like Rolexes and like and doing all this. Cause right. to me, I would be like, that watch is somebody's tuition. Boom. Like that's what I would think. Or you may have a Rolex that's a timeless piece, mm -hmm. right? And then right, you, right. Die, you pass it on to your child. Child. It's y'all be doing it to to be cute on the gram. You'll be doing it to say that you're better than someone. And it's, that's the intention. It's like, and I think that's probably what the agreed umbrella specifically is. It's like that's will get you every time. And we see it. See, how, see how them things. tables turn? See what them tables do? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> They're always going to turn. And um, no, it, 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 it's always been something that I've noticed because I always would think, I remember being younger and thinking like, oh, I want to be like a famous movie star. Really all I wanted was to make enough money acting that I wouldn't have to do anything else. So I just yearned and craved for that stability. And I would see these people like, mm. like for instance, head bitch in charge, New York Tiffany Pollard. Let's just let's mm -hmm. just call it what it is. This girl was doing all the work on VH1. Your reality stars, your reality stars, favorite reality star, right? Your mother, mother of mothers, and broke. Shout out to Sasha Kobe, right? Mm -hmm. And broke, no mm -hmm. coin. And I would see like, oh my god, how is it? You know, it's like, well, she didn't have seventeen boob jobs, and if she had like put her you know, intention into the, looking at the contracts and understanding like her, her business, which, you know, also is how much of that is her fault. But I just wonder in these, these circumstances, I'm like, if you had just kept your mind on the things that were important, which was like how to build your brand and how to build for your future instead of like trying to get right, mm -hmm. get the house and get the hair and get the boobs done and get the whatever. And it's like, okay, that is fine. Like, for instance, hoes who will get a BBL before they get their teeth fixed. Girl. Oh. Priorities. Or, you know what? But even then, it's like... It's... it's it's Because I've seen a lot of girls get their teeth fixed, and I'm like, baby. Them chops is chopping down. Chicklets up it all. <laughs> okay. They have a, a literal loose sleeve as their front teeth. And we don't need to see that. <laughs> Okay. A loose sleeve. Uh, girl. Oh my God. You've seen it. Who has a real, actual loose sleeve will pop you in your fucking face and knock you the fuck out. Let me tell you, I had a nightmare about Jocelyn Hernandez. Okay, one second. I'm going to, oh, by the way, we're going to do, before we get to Jocelyn Hernandez, we're going to do a cocktail check. Yes. Cheers. I'm I'm going to get a cut water Paloma. And what are you drinking, uh, darling? Let the fans know. Let the supporters know. I'm having a lovely espresso martini. Oh, my God. You tried it. What time is it? Oh, it's 7.30, girl. EST. EST. Yeah. So you, look, uh, uh, let, the, let the West Coast audience know that you're having an espresso martini at goddamn 7.30. The way that my constitution is set up. Okay. 
So that means that he'll be up all night. We be I, all I night. promise you I won't. Because <laughs> we be all night. night. <laughs> now, we do be all night. We do, 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 do be. Okay, we're back in the facts. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Lord bless us in the name of Jesus. Okay. No, mommy. I literally, I am mm -hmm. going through everything. Right now. Do I have? Oh, this doesn't even have a deal. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, wait. I don't even need this anymore. This has been such a like. interesting thing especially when i'm talking about jocelyn ass see like jocelyn sitting over there in the jail cell like see see them tables <laughs> <laughs> i like wait yeah. ray was, so i was on instagram and ray sani oh i love him ray sani was on um taria's podcast on, uh maybe a year or two ago but she posted on um yesterday she was like it's juneteenth and i woke up with a white man and uh in my bed what's going on <laughs> so i posted to her and i was like he woke up in your bed in Thank your you. house okay i said you see how them tables one thing they'll do they will turn, <laughs> turn. <laughs> now <laughs> i don't know about jocelyn she sometimes she is making the table turn with her crazy ass I'm so on the fence with Jocelyn Hernandez because, like, she provides such entertainment naturally. Yeah. But at the I, same time, I feel like there's such toxicity. Like, she's just, like, she, like, like, you get, like, three lines in, you're like, great. And she says one thing, you're just like, ah, damn it. I just feel like I go through that all the time with her. Well, and it's, like, the level of absolute pain that she's obviously in and it's oh my like, god she, That's... yeah like she just really needs um she needs some help like she needs some therapy because like the there's no way that she needs to be acting the way she does when she is somebody's mother you somebody's mother honey you somebody's mother you shut up somebody's... carmen <laughs> <laughs> you are somebody's mother so like when i see this behavior you ain't nobody <laughs> it's very confusing to me it's very it's very confusing to me so because because jocelyn's gonna be at baba joyce like a couple years from now it just and, and bonnie's gonna be sitting there like uh, uh. well bonnie's already probably sitting there doing that <laughs> 
Bonnie and Bonnie is such a pretty little girl. Uh, but yes, beautiful. And listen, so is Jocelyn. But when I see videos of her, this video of her after this uh event that was happening, and everybody's like in the backstage area. Like I don't know if y'all, if any of you girlies out there have ever been to like a concert and you enter from like where the artists go in. And everybody's just like chilling backstage. There's like the cars are pulling up and out, like whatever. You Joss- better flex on them. You better, uh, you better, tutor, you better tutor on them. <laughs> well, girl, you know, she does nothing normal. I don't know if you guys ever, uh, I've ever been backstage VIP, but um, uh, yeah, we're like, so usually we do an entrance on the side. We don't I do that. Not. We don't do that cue that you all do, but keep going. You know, child, because I've been needing to bring my, va- my vaporizing pin into the venues. I don't need to be going to security like y'all. But um, Joc- okay, Jocelyn. Well, I was just minding my business, scrolling through, and mm-hmm. I see a video of Jocelyn literally on a rampage. She's fucking swinging on men, women, security guards, police officers, and then she starts beating up on this girl who apparently is called Big Lexi and who apparently was on her show on Zeus, which already lets y'all know. What time it is. It's time to fight. <laughs> I feel like that show has no, like it's, it, it reminds me of like Little Women Atlanta or just like love that I show. It's just, it, it just, <laughs> and why I loved it so much is because like, it would just be like no premise other than to be like, I don't like you. I don't like you too. And you're short, you know, like it's just like, there's no, that's fine. Yeah. So essentially that's, that's uh, that show with Jocelyn. It's like, I don't like you. I don't like you either. That's fine. So that aside, she was giving, she was giving me that love and hip hop um, reunion with CVJ where they were clearly liked, you know, bumped up. Mommy, Mickey. Oh, drop it. And then they were just fighting everyone on stage. Legitimately. Legitimately. This is what was happening backstage. It was a Floyd Mayweather event. So that was- Oh my God. So maybe she and her man, because the video I saw, the man is like screaming in this girl's face, like, you a stupid ass bitch, you know better. And it's like, okay, so first of all, all of y'all are fucking crazy. It's too much. All of y'all are fucking crazy. I know you did not spend all of your life talking to Stevie. So Stevie, no, doing all of this so that you can get your ass sent to prison because the charges that they have on Jocelyn are, um, they're not light charges. So I'm just wondering, let's see like what she's, um, but the charges are brought against her because you know whenever we talk about bonnie bella and like she's so cute and all this like it's just like oh but remember that her mother is out here whooping people ass in broad daylight on camera and that like that disappoints me because like she i don't know how much well i will say that I, i'm not going to give her any sympathy and i'll tell you why like you can't be like an erica jane on tv that's just like the public is very much like yeah we think you're innocent in every episode you're just like yeah i'm an asshole and like okay great mm-hmm. but like cool we're just like you keep being an asshole every season and i said this uh to ria on uh, it was just like i've never seen a white woman w- want to go to jail so bad 
<laughs> right. <laughs> and so you have that. And then it's like, I understand that you want to make a living and you have this caricature that people want to pay you a lot of money to be this sort of like aggressive, yada, yada, cool, whatever. You put in food on your child's plate. But at the same time, once it start crossing into like real life repercussions, just like a Tommy from Love and Hip Hop, right. the same vein, like these other girls, it's like, you don't get to have the Erica Jane edit. You don't get to have the Teresa Judice edit where they're going to wait a whole year while you're in prison to film a show. No. They can be like, okay, bye. And you right against you. Jocelyn is going to get more than a year for this. She'll get more years than 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 Jinshaw. Because according to the Broward County Sheriff's Office, Hernandez. Because they're gonna play, they're gonna play every single clip of her on right. TV. Mm-hmm. Hernandez was arrested on Monday morning after this whole charade has occurred. Mm-hmm. Four separate charges trespassing, battery, and resisting arrest. And I'm gonna tell you, y'all, what they're really gonna get her ass on is resisting arrest. Because when I tell you, it was a small village of people out there trying to stop this woman from whooping everybody ass. I'm gonna put the video in my stories when this podcast episode comes out. It will be in my stories for 24 hours. It's Here's what it makes me think about. It makes me think about, we have opportunities to put people on pedestals in our community. When I'm talking about our community, I'm talking about the Blacks, okay? And we can talk about the gays because Jocelyn has munched a munch, okay? Mm-hmm. Mimi's at that. Right. (laughs) (laughs) As well. (laughs) So, why is this the representation that everybody loves? Because even, for instance, y'all, Jessica from Bravo Barbies, she loves Jocelyn loves Jocelyn and I just think about how many people that Jocelyn has in her corner now let's talk about the fact that just two weeks ago three weeks ago Jocelyn was on College Hill on BET doing the same kind of carrying on with with Amber Rose our good South Philadelphia princess so my question is what's the end game Jocelyn are you going to be 68 years old Going down to get your AIRP card and mm. whooping on bitches' ass. <laughs> like, and you know what it is? It's not even like, not even respectability. We're not even going there. You already know that Brandon and myself are not on that shit. No, because it's just more like you'd be fighting that. But see, to our <laughs> earlier to our earlier point, it's like you have to also be cognizant of the the privilege mm-hmm. and the and the imbalance. And figuring out a way for it to work for you in a way that maybe that's a character that you make sure is a character and you turn it off. I think about like, I don't like, she's not even that severe, but like a Tammy Roman or someone that like has had moments in reality TV that have been like, oh, okay. Sometimes it's got a little, you know, heated physical, but it ain't never been no mugshot. It's never stopped a bag. Tammy's still on TV. I remember Tammy yanking uh, somebody on the real world. I remember Tammy munching. Uh, uh, what was it? Mika. I remember <laughs> Tammy. I remember Tammy getting. Uh, Evelyn, who's now back on Basketball Wives. Ugh. And Duffy too. She ran up after Duffy. It took a whole and Duffy to keep her. But ass. knew, but knew it well enough to be able to be like, great. You know what I mean? 
We're not taking it beyond. And I just feel like Jocelyn's just, I would hate for the outcome for this persona that you, unfortunately, because you don't have the right people around you being like, nah, girl, like ease up to then get pushed back, you know, to be thrown in your face. And now the judge is playing back to a jury since 2018, you behaving like this and where you now were getting rewarded for it. You don't have the privilege to be able to say, oh, no, 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 that's a character. Because the thing is, is Jocelyn's not going to, we all know this, any of us who are who know Jocelyn, she's not going to say it's a character. She's going to say, I wanted to whoop that bitch ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They was talking shit, blah, blah, blah. Because one thing about it is, Jocelyn, y'all, she's not acting. And that's why her ass needs help. Because this is some real problem. This is a real issue. This is... Tommy, too. Like Mm -hmm. Tommy. And Tommy with the whole mm-hmm. boxing match situation with her and Natalie Nunn, and like she's supposed to be doing this, and then the sabotage of it, it just lets me know mm-hmm. these are women who have survived extraordinary circumstances, and now they are they're in the same kind of extraordinary circumstances. It's just different. Mm-hmm. And it's this Jocelyn has a desperation about her that you see in these moments when she's it's like she is literally fighting for her life that is what it looks like she looks like an animal in a cage Mm -hmm. it is absolutely crazy now i don't know i wasn't there i don't know what kind of powders that they was dipping oh and i think she lives in (laughs) i think she lives in miami too baby yes so you know that's a that's a cold cut that's a cold cut I don't know what powder you're dipping in. I don't know what kind of drink you're sipping. But I know what you're sipping, espresso martini at 7.30 EST, darling. Well, you know. Let's talk about that. I will drink one at (laughs) 10.30 at night. (laughs) See how the tables, what they'll do? But I promise you guys, I will. I crash (laughs) after caffeine. I don't know what it is. Like, I just. Well, I do know what it is. Because I'd be like Katie Maloney. On the cloud, I'd be over there with Eva Marshall. <laughs> I'd be over there with Eva Marshall, Katie Maloney. <laughs> well, if the viewers can't see, but you know, you're sipping out of a, a fine chinaware oh, and a gorgeous you. and a gorgeous ring. You all know that this is the housewife of housewives, so it's going to be good, good chinaware, good and and good accessories. You know, what we need to do. We need to go ahead and pitch to Bravo. A show because I heard that they were trying to do a show down south about like a male, like an all male angle, and it was like straight dudes. And I'm like, no, 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 queen. You need to get some queens up here, or even some queens down in Atlanta. Fuck them. We need to have our show because let me tell you something. I'm at least no, ready for my first season. I think you, you know what you're, you're definitely, uh, uh. What are we holding as our like oh. bottles? <laughs> <laughs> We're holding rush. <laughs> rush. We're holding rush. We're holding bottles of rush. Because you know what the queers are impatient. Mm-hmm. W Y D. Are you in your way? Um, <laughs> Lord have mercy. So ETA. Yes. The gays love to throw an ETA out there. Like hurry up, bitch! Because I just douche and like I'm already hungry. Like 
the way that you you could like it you'd be like oh my god we're talking about hook hookup culture like the app so you'd be like all right cool like address like cool they're like eta and i was we just <laughs> and let me tell you child before i met my man my girlfriends like we've all been friends since like before new york like all friends since north carolina living in an apartment together and so they were like no bitch you're not going out to nobody house like you bring dick over here so we can have to we can jump a motherfucker oh that's so, a good that, that's a oh, good circle honey so the all of the different types of situations that would come through i can tell you the the speeches that are going to occur at my wedding are going to be now you say we're going to do these speeches. We're going to do these speeches before the liquor is provided because they'll have a little couple drinks and be like, do you remember Tony? Oh my God. <laughs> Tony. Do you remember that boy that wouldn't leave the next day? Yes, because I remember him too. And um, your poor and your poor husband is going to be sitting there like, uh-huh, okay, okay. He's going to be happy that his he don't got no damn stories. His people, they just forgot old ass people. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> you try they're not it. they're not fresh stories my hold'em is very close um to my present day your your husband's friends reading it from the newspaper they're reading it from the clippings yeah like, <laughs> so we read about you on twitter i saw a little video <laughs> from fire island pines 2012 Ooh. um jk i'm not jk if you saw that it's not me mm-hmm. jocelyn we're gonna send her to, straight to jail you are going to jail. <laughs> she, needs, she needs some time away. And I feel bad for Bonnie Bella because what could be worse than having to live with Jocelyn and her crazy ass man is having to live with Stevie J. Okay. And the grandma with the baby. So so that's just like, really, that's I'm, I'm like, damn, y'all. Now Bonnie Bella going to be an angry ass person out here in the world because her parents sucked. It's True. Just, it's like a cycle of violence. It's just like it breaks my heart and that's why people are like oh my god you're so like you're always smiley and this yes bitch black joy you stay mad yeah over there um and not I, in this beautiful upstate estate no uh, honey you stay over there which I out was, of this garden out of this garden um we're gonna get a bunch of rain this week which is um the good for your life. plans mm-hmm. is it good for your plans that's good it's good for the, all the plant daddies and plant mommies so, um, not the plants that Jocelyn's taking, <laughs> allegedly. Oh, oh, child, I said that. Are y'all growing that plant up there? <laughs> she has the fury <laughs> in her eyes, baby. The fury. It freaks me out. Okay, now, you know who also has a little bit of fury in their eyes? Ooh, honey. Ooh. Amanda Bynes is back in the news. Oh. I know. It's like... So she's been placed on a mandatory psychiatric hold after being declared a danger to herself and others. The troubled former child star 37 was placed on a 5150 hold after she turned herself into the police in Los Angeles on Saturday morning TMZ reports. Now, apparently she called them on herself. She was very distressed mm-hmm. and they're going to keep her for three days um and they, apparently back in march she was walking around la buck ass naked now listen living in new york city we might not send somebody to the, the psychiatric for that we might just let them walk in the streets we and we and we have um plenty of times wow it's just sad because i'm like who what my good sis i mean and and really talented yes. and I have to even, you know, 
I think it shows a lot of her progression even to be able to say, I'm having a moment and I'm reaching out for help, even in a crisis. Mm-hmm. So it may not seem like a, I don't want to say an achievement or progression when in like her mental state, but I would say that there was a time where I feel like she wasn't able to recognize that there was a problem. I just, it breaks my heart because mm-hmm. it makes me, me think about like her as a cast member on all that. And I mm-hmm. idolize those kids. Like I wanted to be that so badly. And it's just hindsight is twenty twenty because like I said, greed and that mm-hmm. lust for fame and that lust for cash and that lust for like, oh, but I'm more important than you. Not that this happened to, to Amanda Bynes, but the circumstances in which she was raised, she was not treated like an average child who had bipolar disorder and who had substance abuse issues because she was paying everybody's bills. Oh, she was a huge star. So I can only imagine what they just swept under the rug, you know, ignored, ignored, ignored until now she's in this place. Now she's in a place where she's literally not doing the thing that was she was able to provide for her family, which is counterproductive in the long run, you you know, without having the proper support. Now she can't do the thing that, you know, you were all stressing her over, you know, paying, you know, working so she can support the family. But it's just been this surge of just between Brooke Shields and, you know, Aaron uh, Carter. Mm-hmm. And um, I think this actress, forgive me, she wrote this like book that I actually think is kind of interesting. Like, I'm glad my mom died. I think she's an iCarly actress. Oh, Jeanette McCurdy, yes. Yeah, you know, and it's just like, God damn it, you know? And it's a tough thing because, you you know, you you want, you think that, at least from my point of view, as, you know, being a little working girl, those are things that you think you want. And then you hear about the shit that these people have gone through as children. And you're like, oh, my ass will be throwing shit out the window and walking down the street, your buck ass naked too, because you don't have, you're not grounded in any way. And when you feel so alone, like I can't imagine how alone you might feel. So I'm just going to send a prayer up to Amanda Bynes. Mm-hmm. Girl, we love you. We're thinking about you. If you want us to ask Ashley, we will ask Ashley. We will do it. Okay. Yes. 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 So that whole situation just was really touching my soul and my and my spirit. And I just wanted to, you know, send her some acknowledgement because that's some fucking bullshit. We're thinking of you, honey. Amanda. And, yeah, mm-hmm. girl, we're thinking of you. And I feel like I want to blame somebody <clears throat> for this. Who do I blame? <laughs> oh, my God. Pick a name out of Let's just open a telephone book and just uh, uh, tip, uh, pick a name. Who in the hell do I blame? I'm trying to figure the hell out who it is that we can cuss out for this because are you kidding me? You can blame so many people. Now, I don't want to get people too excited. Mm. I really don't because I, I, they have lied to us on many occasions. Over the last 10 years, the Spice Girls have played with our emotions and played in our face, okay? We have not had all five of them hosed together. And in, in a long time, the last time we had them, we only had four of them. 
But according to the press, aka mm-hmm. Mel B, which we don't know if we can really trust Mel B because her ass be having espresso martinis at 11.30 p.m. Well, you mean you can't trust Melly Brown? She's one of my faves. Once she sucked that Eddie Murphy dick, she was fucked up forever, okay? I know. Listen, you get a butch queen dick too, though. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. So she told the British the... tabloid The Sun that... um Love The Sun. We love The Sun because <laughs> they love to lie. Yeah. <laughs> she says... Not the her... Daily Mail. She told The Sun. She told The Sun. <laughs> She told the son, my theory is that if they say it enough, it will happen. But actually, yeah. actually, we are planning on releasing a statement. And so they're like, um, what do you mean by that? She goes, well, what that is, I can't say right now because we're just finishing off perfecting what we're going to be doing together. All five of us. Mm-hmm. It's going to be something that the fans are really going to love. That's what she has said. Let me tell you something. You mastered her accent and the accent of that region so well. <laughs> oh, I love well, it. Thank well, thank you, you guys. I am available for bookings. I will donate sperm to go see. This. I will give, I will shave my head. I will do what, ne- what needs to be done to see the Spice Girls. Be I have one essence. request. I have one request that you be my date because oh. I was a Brit for almost three months. I I, I had what I consider my first love in London. I lived in London. It is a special thing in my heart. And literally, when I came back broken heart and me and my drag sister, Sarah Kubanayan, shout out to her, she was like, okay, we're going to end every show with a Spice Girl number. So for a whole set, like a little whole like drag race viewing, like everything, we end every show with a Spice Girl number. Um, I love them broads. I love the blonde singing broads. Not a single one of them can carry a tune. Not and that's on, a single one. And that's on Mel C, who's at least the one that I would say their voice is the most um, recognizable. And at least the one I was able to harmonize with. But I love... I've never seen like such a bad, like like there's such magic when they're all together. Yes, in yes. a way that's like, ooh, I'm about to go there, and um, we're gonna do a trigger warning for your um, prepare your uh, listeners. Prepare yourselves. But I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna parallel them with another group, just to give you insight. This is why I can never fully stand Destiny's Child. Ooh. Because mm. I was like, no, y'all bitches can sing. Like, all y'all can sing. There should be no reason why I can't hear every Nobody single one of those Beyonce. voices. No reason. Because you already had a group like Spice Girls be able to get, at least every girl got her lick back at, at a song, okay? Yeah. Every girl got to touch the mic, okay? And then you look at a group like TLC, not a lot of singing girls. But I, they were so Not amazing. A because I, <laughs> but get this, I feel like every song that T bought, like every song was perfect for T Boz's voice. Every song was perfect for Chili. Every song knew how to incorporate Lisa in a way that was perfect. Destiny's Child never really did it for me like that because I was like, there should be no reason why 
you ain't got Michelle singing certain parts. Like, if you already saw what she could do on Survivor Bridge, you already could see what she could do on this song, then why is it not being translated? Because, two, as, as Spice Girl fans, it's like that every recipe on every song. Mm-hmm. Not just one or two. Everybody gets their moment. Well, I know what I Victoria, think- I know what Victoria Adams sounds like. Okay. <laughs> Not, that should say the something. Bee, before the back. I should that should say something. That I know what she sounds like. I think that's also like a British band thing. Because if you think about like Little Mix, they all sing on their records and it's kind of more like equitable as opposed to a lot of the American bands has like a lead singer, like a Justin Timberlake, uh, Timberlake. Wow. Espresso Martini. Oh, uh, you, you're right though. Uh-huh. I didn't think of it like that because it was like an NSYNC, a Bad Street Boy. They all had like the mm-hmm. AJs and the whatevers mm-hmm. to lead. And then they would have like just the other guys in the back. And I, that always, you know, like SWV, Coco is obviously always the lead. Well, Coco. So yeah, I I always thought I would say that's that. a little different. That's a little different because Coco, Coco would be singing her ass off. <laughs> yes. well, listen, I when in the worlds of Beyonce, Kelly, Latoya, and Latavia, I think I used to think that too. I think it's just because we didn't know because they were always just. Listen, I could, I think, I think Latoya could hit hit you with a cute boy. I know you want me. I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> okay, so what you just got a glimpse into? But each and every. Okay, so what you just got a glimpse into uh, for the viewers was uh, a, l- a little nouveau and little yes. in our rooms, and we hit you. We didn't hit you with the the Wyclef remix. So you hit you with the original Writings on the Wall. No, 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 no. First, I think the first song was um, no, 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 part one. Yes, every time well, I, I see you, you with your boy. Yeah, <laughs> I love that song. Grice getting so much trouble t- uh, twisting. Yeah, twisting to that song. What twisting. You, your mom be like, "What you doing? Being fresh?" I think at that point my mom was ignoring it, but it was always like the church ladies. Child, let me tell you, I will never forget. This mm-hmm. was the same weekend that Aaliyah died. Yes, may mother rest. May I mother... found out that Aaliyah died in church. August, I believe. No, she's passed in August. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah August. Mm-hmm. And I was devastated. When I tell you, I threw myself on the altar. I was going mm-hmm. through it. And then I went downstairs and I was singing, I want you to rock the rock the rock the middle. And I was twisting and walking, and one of the little church mothers saw me and she was like, Brandon. What are you doing? And I was like, I'm walking. Because at this point, I was it, I was grieving. So don't, <laughs> what we're not going to do is homophobia around the death of Aaliyah, because I'm grieving right now. And they and you were walking because they called your name. They called your name to the floor. She was, she goes, boys don't walk like that. Boys don't walk like that. And I said, I do. I do. She, child, she was like, I'm going to tell your mother. I was like, okay. And I just started kept on twisting. I think that was the first time I was very young. I had to be like 11 that I decided. I was like, no, fuck you, you dumbass, pussy ass hoe. Pussy ass hoe. 
No, Miley's song was um. Hey boy, I've been watching you like oh. a hawk mm-hmm. in the sky. Yeah, oh. that was mine. Because you know, it had a video era. Well, that and I always think that like a Missy Timberland kind of thing always works for any girl. Mm. Like, I mean, they know how to get the girls together. But yeah, I'm excited about the Spice Girls. But I, the thing with the Spice Girls re- reuniting is, I don't feel like it's a hundred percent harmonious amongst the entire group. I feel like there's like three girls that are like truly about it. Yeah, and I always think there's like two of them. One of them, of course, is Victoria Beckham. They're just like cool, great. You can yeah, call I'll, me if you, you know, want. I'll, 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 I'll get the job done. Um, yeah. I'll... I'll be over at the Isle of Man for three months, but can I do it after? <laughs> She's like, I always wanted to know who are the islands because fuck a Real Housewives, fuck a Only Way to Essex. Combine these two, you need to do have a camera on those five. Sweet. I need to know the inner dynamics. I heard like in my head. So my favorite two Spice Girls for the viewers are my favorite growing up was Jerry Hollowell, which is yes. Ginger Spice, and then my second was Mel B, which is Scary Spice. In my head, they are the best of friends and the worst they're, enemies. And the worst enemies. So they are the Kim and Nini. To me, they're just like the, the candy and the Latasha. Yes. Then I always wondered if Baby was like the Cynthia Nixon. That's her, her energy that she gives me, where she's <laughs> sort of like floating. I think Emma's sort of like, I'm trying to be friends with everyone. Yeah. I think Mel is Mel C is maybe a little bit more like wants to actually perform and right I'm trying to think of who's her housewife equivalent Mm. I think she's she knows when to speak up when it's her time but she likes to keep the energy kind of cool she needs to get to the bag she needs to get to the bag because let's be honest Victoria she needs no bags she she gives yeah she's a she's a sort of like a Bethany Dubrow you know like she's just kind of like mm. the bags have been collected. I feel like out of all the girls who really like would love to be in the public eye again, it's Mel B. I think Mel B has made herself very visible, and I think it's so weird to me because I'm like, uh, I don't want to. I'm not going to say it. you can cut this out, but I'm like, Mel B is the goddess of them all. We, we you know we listen we already we already know this but i'm like girl you have not aged a bit you set these girls i want they, they should be begging the cameras to be in your face you know right but i think that the reason why she hasn't done that moment yet is because she has had more espresso martinis than me yeah maybe that's so she's sort of like the like the dorinda yeah she has a dorinda edit where well, like she... something. there's a power in that edit, but you have to not actually be an alcoholic. You have to be no, able I... to go a few days without drinking. No, but see, but see, we're not. I don't want to go there because it's not a Bravo episode. The T is Dorinda is one. She just had Richard as a veil, and when he passed yeah. away, is when she had to be like, "Oh shit! Oh shit!" I can't hide behind being a charity wife, fundraiser wife, New York socialite, the way that I could now. Now everyone's like, girl, you've always been this way. After my husband, if that, it, listen, God willing, <coughs> me and my man will both go down in the meteorite. Um, yes, because we, we want you to stay together. But listen. I, uh, I might be a drunk ass bitch after. 
If I lost and, my husband, I might be crazy as hell too. I give. And then, that. and then you'll move. You'll <laughs> you'll you'll move. Um, we'll live in the same uh building because in my mind, I'm marrying a man with ill-gotten gains, and I uh, he'll go, <laughs> he'll he'll go down the route of uh of Mr. Tom Girardi. So you and I will both be living in our uh. I don't want to live in Upper East Side, of course. Maybe we can do a cute little uh village or Chelsea moment. The West Village is great. You know, the Upper West Side is really easy to get to from the highway. So you tried like, it. It's just easier to, you know, if you want to like Nigga, no. I am a Teterborough. Okay. Okay. No. I am a downtown girl, just like your oh, good I friend Lena. Just like your good friend Lena Miss Sweeney. I'm a girl that is a Lower East Side, a Nolita. There's not going to be a Lower East Side by the time we are retiring, sweetheart. <laughs> That's true. It's going to be it's going to be gondola tours. Yes. <laughs> and, and just listen, child. I was in the Lower East Side of the night. I was just, ooh. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot happening. I know a woman who's moving. She's lived in the Lower East Side for like 35 years and she, she's moving. And I was like, well, what made you leave? She's like, it's just not the same as it used to be. So, but listen, things change. We live for it. We're gonna now, what's your favorite, it. your favorite Spice Girl song? What song are you so oh, excited to see on tour? Oh my God. My favorite Spice Girl song would have to be, oh my God. I think it'd have to be tonight is the night when to, when become, to become one. one. <laughs> yes. I like, think I love um it's hard, but I would say um I said uh, ooh, uh, ooh do you think you are who do you I think you are? <laughs> Speaking of Mel C with yeah. the vocals. But okay. I also shout out to my lover in London, my one that I always listen to, and I if I have too many espresso martinis, um, I'll start crying. But as too much of something mm. is bad mm. enough, but uh, something's uh. coming over me to make me wonder. <laughs> yeah, that's mine. Oh, wow. I used to get in trouble in church for listening to that on my cassette. Chad, now don't make me feel like an old ass lady over here, okay? No, you're on your cassette being like, what part of no, uh, don't you understand? Understand, understand, understand. I want a man, not a boy who thinks he can. Dun, 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 dun. Got baby, got baby teeth talking about a boy who thinks he can. <laughs> oh my god no absolutely my mom would get my mom would come out of the choir because back mm -hmm. then y'all y'all got these airpods these earbuds we still had the like aluminum thing that went over your head mm -hmm. with the little styrofoam not the little earbuds like what the foam called? cover the foam yes. cover that would go on top of it and like uh, you get a cheap one and one always like was not working. Mm -hmm. So I thought I was being slick and I would turn it to the back of my head so that the like silver part was facing the back thinking that no one was going to see. Child, not only could they see, they can hear it. 
They can hear it. That's they the thing about those headphones. <laughs> those headphones, you, you might as well be like the dudes that be playing their music on the speaker on the subway. Right. They hear all the songs. They are there trying to invoke mm. the spirit of the Lord. And I'm like, understand, understand. Right. <laughs> I'm over here like, I'm giving you everything. Mm, mm, all mm, the mm. joy and mm. This I swear I'll give you Oh, this is my favorite thing about the Brits. This is my favorite thing about the Brits. You know them bitches can't sing because <laughs> unlike our Adele or even like our Amy Winehouse, they um I couldn't clock the Brit accent quite a right away. Right. Rather. You know, like you can see it, you know, but because it's so melodic. <laughs> <laughs> like I want you sing it with me <laughs> if you put two and two together you <laughs> no that's very very true and watch listen and our black asses will be right at the Wembley crying sobbing crying that entire so I don't even want to think about if they I was like there, girl I, I thought she was going on a honeymoon I the Spice Girls tickets so, came out Spice Girls tickets I will be sobbing and crying the entire I will set. be at the O2 yeah hmm but, and then you yeah. know what they should close the show with? No, open the show with. Uh, I want them to like literally be like on the like the Spice World. Um, bus. They were on the on the bus, and I want the bus to crash on stage, and it goes la 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 <laughs> a little a little bobby <laughs> no that would definitely be the number that would send me into hysterics and i would have we'll be, to dissolve into a puddle of my own gayness yeah i would i would be screaming i already am prefacing me losing my voice i'm already like if they go on tour we know that there's hope for humanity okay that's actually I was clowning this idea in the beginning, but gay pride, gay uh, Juneteenth. L- listen, Spice Girls reuniting tour. Please, please, you know you have more star quality than me. You have more star power. You know the girls. Just, That's just, true. just put, 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 put out maybe us get uh sponsor tickets. <laughs> I'm gonna tell kidding. you just like <laughs> Selena Gomez told me. Who says you're not presidential? <laughs> Who says you're not star potential? <laughs> Who says you can't be in movies? Listen to me. Listen to me. I'm going to tell you like my good friend Beyonce told me when we were on the set of. <laughs> <laughs> Who says she you said, can't yeah. pass a test? Who says you can't be the best? I don't know. That's that's listen. I don't know who I, said so. I think you and I are going to be listen. Everybody out there listening. Send a prayer up that we will get sponsored tickets to go yes. see, or at least somebody like some billionaire will say, "Wow, I think it'd be really fun to see the Spice Girls with Richie and Brandon." Like, I think that'd be great. If you can't find us here, where can they find you on Vimo and Cash? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Listen, y'all can find me at Brandon Lashawn on Cash App. Okay. Okay. Now I am I'm new with Richie on. On every app, because you listen, I'm an LLC, so um, and I don't have a fabulous husband, uh, so uh, yeah, you know, let me promote that. And if you here. also just want to give Richie a follow, yes, um, go ahead and do it. You guys can give me a five star rating and review, and I will see you next time. Mwah. <laughs>